Uh, this segment's brought to you by Michelob Ultra Superior Light Beer. And our U.S. Open coverage will be brought to you by Michelob Ultra throughout the week. We want to welcome in our next guest, Ross Dellinger. He's at a conference, only has a few minutes. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, SI.com, National College Football Writer. And, Ross, they decided to go with the 1 plus 7 for now as far as SEC football scheduling. Do you think that they will stay with it or they eventually get the votes and the money to go to a 3 plus 6 as soon as they can? The latter. Yeah, I think eventually um, uh, this is all kind of a, uh, you could say, like temporary kind of short-term model, whether that's for one year, maybe two years. Um, I, I believe I believe that eventually they'll ease into the nine-game schedule. And, and some would probably ask, well, why are they easing into it? Why don't they just jump to it immediately? And I think there's a few reasons. You mentioned one there, right? That probably the, the biggest reason, though, that nobody wants to really talk about publicly um, is more money. More money from ESPN. You're going to play a ninth conference game. That's, uh, that's uh, you know, eight more losses for the league, uh, right? You're going to have eight extra games. You have eight more losses for the league. Uh, that puts uh, teams at a maybe a disadvantage when you talk about that could impact bowl eligibility. It could impact playoff, um, uh, you know, candidacy as well. So in order to do all that, right, you want some more money. Um, and so, and I think it'll probably come. Now is not the time for ESPN to uh, – announce that it's giving the SEC, you know, 50 or $100 million extra a year to, to, to spread across the te- the schools and, and play a ninth game. They're in the middle of layoffs, ESPN is. They've been pretty open about how they're being more selective now. So give it a few more months, maybe a year within the year. Greg Sinke said a, a future scheduling format will be resolved. And then also the last thing it does, the time, uh, it does is give schools a chance to get out of some of these power five non-conference games they've scheduled out. You know, if you have nine conference games, you might not want to play two power five non-conference games. And a lot of schools, including Alabama, I think uh, mo- uh, has a, has two P five non-conference games scheduled uh, for, you know, eight, 10 years out. So it gives the, them a chance to maybe reevaluate the schedule a little bit. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay. 
Do you think that we're visiting with Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com, talking SEC football scheduling. How do you see the non-conference Power 5 game going? That the mandate will be revoked once we go to nine games, or it will still be in place, but you're saying those that have two Power 5 non-conference games most will not want to schedule two more on top of nine conference games. Right. Right now there's, there's a, a mandate uh, for schools to have one Power 5 non-conference game a year. Um, I, though I, I think that that will remain, uh, that's certainly been a question. I would imagine a non-game schedule that's going to remain. Um, but you never know. I don't know that that's agreed to yet. Uh, but, but yeah, like some of these schools have two scheduled, um, you know, so they would play 10 power five games in an eight game, in an eight game conference schedule, a nine game conference schedule. That would mean they would pay, play 11 power five conference games. And so they'd want to get out of one of those. Okay. What was the conference surprised that they couldn't get it done to three plus six and that they had to do a temporary short-term model of of one plus seven i think a lot of people were surprised yeah um i, I don't know greg Sankey hasn't said you know publicly that he was surprised but i'll i'll say this he he uh he's been uh based on some of the things he said uh just reading between the lines uh he seems to be in support of playing nine games of adding, uh, of having, uh, of ad- adding value to an already valuable product. Um, and, and I believe publicly Scott Strickland has said things like that too. You know, you want to, you're, you're valuable. You're at the top of the game, add more value. Uh, to do that is, is to play uh, a nice, you know, an extra conference game. I think one of the lines that uh, commissioner Greg Sankey used last week or a couple weeks ago in Destin at spring meetings was, you know the the uh, the co- conference at the top of the sport doesn't stand still. You know, and this is a conference at the top of the sport, something like that. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think they uh, that he would probably prefer to, uh, you know, to, to add value to the league and, and have a nice conference game. And I think that's where it's going. To go. But I think a lot of people were surprised they did do this one year model and not more of a long term thing. But it just tells you that. They're still trying to convince everybody, you know, to go to nine. If everybody, if if the league and in everybody was really okay with an eight game schedule, they would have done a long term uh, format. You know, they would announce the long term format. But uh, there's enough in the room that want to play nine games or want to play nine games eventually that they're giving everybody a little more time. <laughs> Ross Dellinger on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. What about, do you think that the three permanent will stay at what you think it is, or do you think there will be a total reshuffling of the three permanent? Uh, once they, let's just say they do this next year, Ross, and so, well, prior to, during, whatever. This will be worked on throughout the year, get the ESPN money, get more votes, da-da-da-da-da. But, do you think there'll be a total shakeup in what we thought would be the three permanent, Ross? I don't think so. I, I haven't. I haven't heard that. 
You know, all the schools pretty much know um, what their three permanents will be. We've kind of reported them various times over the last few months. Uh, You know, a lot of it's kind of guesswork, but some of the schools have confirmed things privately and publicly about who their three permanents are. So I'd be a little surprised if it changes. I would. Um, You know, if they're using this 10-year metric of SEC standings, so I guess the standings could actually, you know, change if you don't, if you decide something after this coming year, you'd have another year, another season mm-hmm. to factor in things. But I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be really surprised if, um, if the permanence changed. Uh, who was it? Barnhart and the Kentucky president that really led the charge to go to the temporary one plus seven or no? You know. I'd be speaking out of my you-know-what if I answer that question. I have no idea. Um, I will I will say this, though. Uh, if they took a vote uh, for nine games, which apparently they did not. Greg Sankey said they did not. They probably took straw polls and such, of course. Everybody knows where everybody stands, I think. But if they right. took an actual vote for nine games, it would have probably been nine to five for eight games. You know, against against nine, uh, maybe at maybe even ten to four. Um, and again, I think, and I've written about it. I think publicly, the schools for supporting nine have been pretty public. They've been pretty open about it. Yeah, LSU, Texas A&M, Georgia, Florida, and actually a fifth that is uh, Missouri, um, as it turns out. So I think the best they could have done was. Maybe convince one more and go to, and you're at an eight to six vote. Um, so it, it wasn't that close, though. It wasn't that close. So I don't know who was leading the charge necessarily, um, hmm. but it was a it was a lot of programs. Um, it was a lot of programs that did not want to expand and play an extra conference game because of one, they didn't get more money out of it. Two, it's eight more losses. Maybe a lot of those for the bottom of the league. Right, mm-hmm. um, and in just those were, and then three of the the non conference schedules already scheduled out that you have to get out of. Some of those are expensive to get out of. Some of those are costly, a million dollars or more to get out of. Some of those maybe non conference games. Um, so, so there there was okay. a, there was a you know there was a lot. This was not as close. I think as the, we we were at Monday before SEC meetings began. Greg Sinky sat down with a bunch of media. And this was obviously a big topic. Uh, and there was a lot of there was a lot of talk from from other media members asking questions to Greg Sankey about what happens if it's a seven to seven tie and all this stuff, you know, to the vote. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, it wasn't that close. You know, like it, it wasn't it was not close. You know, it was at at best it was probably nine five or something like that. All right, I know you got to go. What what is the number one story in Nashville for SEC Media Days in July? Mm, good question. Um, I'm sure we'll know a lot more about the realignment situation, Pac-12, Big 12, you know. Uh, so I'm sure future SEC, just realignment in general, future maybe SEC realignment and how the Pac-12, Big 12 stuff shook out might impact the SEC. You know, you got all the ACC situation. So realignment in general. But I think there are plenty of other things, right, NIL and the way that's going. Um, right, we, we, the week of SEC meetings, we reported on a 
a story about what's happening in the SEC footprint with NIL and how foundations and fundraising arms are getting involved. So that'll mm-hmm. that'll be a pretty pretty big story. And just overall, NCAA, the the government, the uh, the future of the NCAA, and will the SEC, um, you know, uh, it it obviously will play a big role in the in the future of whatever a college sports governance is. And what is that? Yeah, we'll leave it there. Ross Stellinger, SI.com, Sports Illustrated, on the show. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate it, bud. Yep. See you.